Five mistakes teachers make when silencing a class. Hi, I'm Eric from Edicude, and on this channel, we share ideas and resources for teachers. So if you would like more advice and material for your class, please like and subscribe. A big issue many teachers have is trying to settle down their class when it gets too noisy and students get too rowdy. There's a right way and a wrong way to do it. Today I'm going to look at five mistakes teachers make when trying to quiet their class. Number one, trying to shout them down. When you go into class and the students are loud and they're not listening to you and you have to shout and get aggressive for them to pay attention. That is a big mistake. Because as soon as you have to raise your energy and you get angry, you have fallen into their trap and they know that you have lost the battle. Mentally, you've told yourself, I need to shout and be aggressive to get these students to keep quiet. And they're going to make a game out of it. They're going to see how far can they push you each time. So don't get angry. Don't shout. Don't, don't be aggressive. Save that for a desperate situation. As the teacher, as the adult in the room, you should remain calm. And they're looking towards you for guidance. As a leader, you don't put that negative emotion into your teaching. Stare them down with a smile on your face and wait for them to get quiet. I made another video on how you should actually quiet a noisy class. Number two, some teachers at wit's end will keep quiet. They'll go and sit at their desk and say, I'm not going to teach you until everybody in this class is quiet. They're trying to use social leverage to get the class to be quiet. Once again, it might work that one time, but it's a gimmick. The students won't fall for it again. See, there's a difference between keeping quiet and keeping quiet, waiting for them to calm down. Actually, after that first time, students will find it funny and they will make a game out of how far they can push you. You are the victim and they are the bullies. Once they have that bully mindset, no amount of begging and pleading will make them stop. That brings us to number three. Avoid a power struggle between you and the students. You are always the one in control. You don't want to be arguing and fighting with students. So don't send them out in the hallway. And don't punish the entire class for the actions of a few. Just because you have lost control, it's not the class's fault. You're the one that should be practicing better classroom management. Another mistake many novice teachers make is they run out of the classroom to a senior teacher, a principal, and bring them back to the class. I can't handle them. Come and help me, please. And the principal goes in and says, what's going on in here? And the teacher follows. Ha ha ha. So, ah, see, they are bad. I am good. Is that a place of strength? No, that just shows the students that you have lost the plot. They will never respect you because you have to run to mommy to get her to help you. Instead, take responsibility and do your best to get them to be quiet. Remember, one of the best classroom management strategies is to remember to make it about the action and not the student. Make sure that they understand that their action was wrong, but under no circumstance 
attack the student personally. Instead of asking, what is wrong with you? Say, I'm upset at that behavior. So the students know that you like them, but you're not going to put up with that behavior. Number four, gimmicks on the internet. There is a difference between creating good habits and routines that students follow in class and using bad advice and gimmicks on the internet to try and control your class. A common one is flicking the lights on and off or using a bell or using some kind of app that they can listen to. Some teachers use bells and whistles and that might work if you use it in the correct way. But most of these are desperate attempts from teachers with little confidence and power in the classroom. Think about one of the best teachers you've ever had. Did they use a bell? Did they need an app to control the classroom? No, they've grown in power and in confidence and they know exactly how to treat their students. So you shouldn't put all your hope into temporary solutions. They are only band-aids for classroom management. Number five, pleasing the ringleaders. You have one or two difficult students in your class, so you give them some kind of role or authority over the other students. You think it's a good idea because now you keep them busy and you can teach the rest of the class. But actually, you are giving away your power. You are basically saying, I can control the class on my own. I'm going to beg the troublemaker to be good so I can teach the rest of the class. It does not work. Once again, it's going to work maybe once or twice, but the other students will resent you and that student will get bored of their role and they will start to rebel again in a different way. You should rather keep on improving your classroom management skills to get the students to quiet down. That way, you keep your respect. And let me be clear, I'm not saying don't give students roles in class to make them feel like they're part of a community and to give them responsibility. I'm saying don't give away your power to students who do not deserve it. Okay, so everyone, what did you think? What mistakes have you made in your classroom? Put them in the comments below. I'm Eric from Edicude and I'll see you next time.